0: I've heard there's a a big game taking place tonight. There's lots of games taking place with the Olympics. Uh, But today I'd like to talk to you about um, a different game, one that's not going so well. Today is World Marriage Sunday. And marriage is not doing so well, especially here in our country. We have uh, fewer people than ever before getting married. Uh, as long as we have records. Uh, lots of divorce, of course, of co- although I've heard that the divorce rate has been going down, uh, mostly due to the fact that fewer people are getting married, so fewer divorces. Um, but our country, and probably our world, is uh, badly diseased when it comes to marriage. This is a great gospel to help us with this today. You know, it talks about how the, the crowds came to hear him and to be healed Of their diseases and so i invite you to bring your marriage to the lord to bring uh, the marriages that you know of to the lord for healing of these diseases i'd like to reflect with you on these beatitudes that our lord gives these statements of blessing uh, and how they apply to marriage today so the first beatitude our lord says blessed are the poor so we're going to come back to that one going to um, start with one that's a little bit more tantalizing to uh, kind of pull you in a little bit to this. So, blessed are you who are hungry, for you, you shall be satisfied. Um, being hungry for your spouse, for your husband, for your wife, is a good and holy thing. You know, this motivation to come together with your spouse Uh, It should be the the grounds which encourages a good and healthy marriage. Encourages you to resolve conflicts, to woo one another, to respect each other, to treat each other well. um, So that you can come together. This hunger that you have, it's a gift from God to bring great blessing. You know, it can be tempting to um, be satisfied in other ways, which might seem easier than working on your marriage, and working on the love that you have with your husband, with your wife. Um, but if you are willing to say yes to this hunger and being hungry, um, this can, be great, can bring great blessing to you. It uh, can help you to grow in respect for your spouse, can help you to grow in self-mastery of yourself. You know, I, I encourage couples, especially young couples, getting ready for marriage. so say that when you're married, I say to them, you know, give of yourself generously to your husband. Give of yourself generously to your wife. You know, St. Paul talked about this. You know, the church has taught that it's um, a grave sin, a serious sin to withhold yourself, unless you have a good reason, of course, a serious reason. So to give generously uh, in this way. But there are times when you're not able to. There are times of uh, sickness um, times after childbirth, maybe there's uh, mental issues, there's various different times uh, for couples that are uh, abstaining. They have a, a serious reason not to bring children to the world, so they've chosen to abstain uh, from coming together during fertile times. All these times are, are times when uh, you, you can't give of yourself generously. These are times of hunger, and these can be challenging. These can be difficult for couples. It can be painful even. But I would encourage you uh, to to see this as a great blessing. Like our Lord said, blessed are you who are hungry. Don't be afraid to be hungry, even in your marriage. This is a ways when you can grow um, in your love for your spouse, times when you can offer up this suffering, this hunger, as a sacrifice to the Lord, as a prayer to the Lord, an opportunity to, to grow In holiness. Um, So this hunger, when it's used properly, can be a beautiful, well-ordered thing to bring about health and holiness in marriage. So say yes to hunger during those times of hunger in your marriage. Blessed are you who weep now, for you shall laugh. There's weeping in marriage. There's times of difficulty in marriage. Painful times. Times of difficult, disagreements. You know many couples when they come together they have this vision of uh you know being that 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 quirky old you know uh, a wrinkly couple that holds hands in public and and, and everybody thinks is amazing this this wonderful romantic picture of a lifelong marriage but then the kids come along and uh jobs and finances and in-laws and lots of other difficulties and it tends to be not so joyous all the time. There is times of weeping. You know, you, and we see this too, especially as you're going through, you know, there's a certain time when it seems like um, you're getting married and all your friends are getting married. And then there's a later time when you start seeing all of your friends getting divorced. Uh, it's, it's painful. There's times of, of weeping and difficulty in marriage. I would encourage you, to see these times of weeping as a blessing. Blessed are you that weep now, for you shall laugh. Um, And to be accepting, to be okay with those difficult times, with those challenging times. There's a a great study that was recently conducted that looked at happiness, joy, and marriage. And what they said is that for, for most couples, your happiness, your satisfaction in marriage for most, tends to decline. You get married, you're excited and everything, and then it declines uh, for a while. Uh, it, and they say, according to this study that was done by, um, where is it that here, these folks over at Brigham Young University, Dr. Amato and his co-author Spencer James, they took 1,617 spouses, and what they discovered is that this satisfaction in marriage Uh, especially for those who stay married, for the first 20 years, tends to decline. It's hard. It's the hard times of marriage, right? The kids and everything else, all these adjustments you're going through, jobs. But then after that, the couples either get divorced um, by the 20th year, or for those that stay married, the marriage tends to get better. It tends to climb after that. And so it's an encouragement to stick through the hard times, if you're able to, depending on what's going on in your marriage. To be OK with difficulties, to be OK with weeping, with difficulty, in the marriage. Blessed are you when men hate you, when they exclude you and revile you. You know, if, uh, if you're living out your faith, in your marriage, there's going to be times when you get reviled, when you get criticized. What do you mean you're going to go to mass this morning? You've got family in town. You should need to be with family. You're going to Mass? Or, you know, you're, you're on vacation. This is time to enjoy yourself. Don't, you don't need to be going to Mass today. Yes, it's Sunday, but this is vacation. This is different. Or, you know, maybe um, you're trying to uh, raise your children with, with great gentleness and patience, and you have folks that uh, are very critical of you. You know, you need to get those kids in line. You're not being hard enough on them. Uh, or, um, you have, uh, uh, this happens sometimes in larger Catholic families that are uh, generous um, in their family life, with their fertility. What? You're pregnant again? You know, don't you know how that happens? Don't you have a TV? You know, you're going you're gonna to need a, a minibus soon. You know, all these different things that, that folks say. Um, blessed are you when people revile you and, and cast out your name as evil on account of the Son of Man, on account of your faith. Rejoice and be glad, for great is your reward in heaven. It's worth it. It really is worth it. Yes, there's going to be times of difficulty when people criticize you, but say yes to this as a great blessing. Those people are blessing you. It may hurt at the time, but really it's a blessing. Blessed are you poor, for yours is the kingdom of heaven. You know, embrace your poverty in marriage. Lots of people come to marriage, especially in our day and age, impoverished. They come from divorced homes, uh, homes of, uh, of bad, unhealthy marriages, and uh, they don't know how to have a healthy marriage what that looks like. Um, and so there's, there's conflict and there's difficulties. But be okay with that. Be okay with your poverty, the poverty that you come with marriage, the, the lack of examples uh, be accepting of your husband, of your wife, for her poverty, for his poverty. Realize that you married a sinner. You are a sinner. There's going to be challenges. There's going to be um, times when apologies need to happen. You know, embrace your poverty. Embrace, embrace your sorrow for sin when these things do happen. To say you're sorry, but not only to use words, but to follow up that, that apology with actions. No, guys, for example, don't just tell your wife you're sorry. Go and uh, clean her car for her. Something like that. So really show forth. Do, an, uh, do a penance like we do in the, in the church. You know? we, we tell folks to actually not only ta- tell the Lord they're sorry, but then to go do something about it. It's the same thing in your marriage. Um, so be sorry. Embrace that poverty of spirit. This is the example of a good marriage. And embrace it as a couple, too, uh, before God. encourage all couples to stop and say a prayer together Uh, maybe in the morning maybe before you go to bed embrace your poverty before god realize that you need his help in your marriage and ask for that because you're impoverished you're a sinner you need his help blessed are you who are poor for yours is the kingdom of heaven this is the basis for a good and healthy marriage blessed are you who are poor in spirit, who hunger for your husband, for your wife, who weep during difficult times, bless you when men hate you and revile you. Rejoice and be glad. Find true healing in the Beatitudes of Christ. Find blessedness in your marriage and keep all marriages in your prayers. That God may be glorified. Amen.